Hi! You're welcome again to Faith and Living with Ridwan. And yeah, we're back this time. But this time, the, dif- the, 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 the segment is actually, or this session is actually different because I'm having a, some members of our church here and a small group here. We have a group of Bible study here in Cyprus and we just focus on studying God's Word and how it affects our lives. So I have a group of members, uh, some members of our church here and we want to discuss the relevance of Bible study and how it affects our spiritual growth because it's important for you to hear it from the different angles and why this is actually made sense because one of the issues is we find people saying things like when you study the bible too much you're only just theoretical you're never spiritually inclined but is that really true so yeah with me on the show today is emmanuela please say hi emmanuela hi i'm emmanuela i mean i mean hi i'm emmanuela <laughs> you're not cameroon. <laughs> she's from cameroon don't worry, she sounds like she's fighting with y'all. I don't know why she's fighting <laughs> with you but anyways. And also we have OZ in the group here. Okay, I don't, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to reserve. So OZ, just say hello to them. Hey, what's up? Um, I'm OZ and I'm Nigerian. Yeah, you can hear from the way he said the what's up. You can tell that he's more of the kind of guy we're praying for to be eventually saved. <laughs> but we're just, I just brought him on the show for you to see things. Okay, so um, back to it. In the first, second and the third sessions of the um, podcast, we talked about how to read your Bible and the different ways to study your Bible. So I brought in these members of the church to share with us how has this affected your life and how has it been relevant to you? I mean, there are many scriptures that we once knew before. I mentioned about us reading the Bible religiously. And then eventually there's always a point where we come to the knowledge of the truth. So how has your journey been? I'm going to start with Yosi. Yeah. How has your journey been in trying to understand the Bible, uh, reading the Bible, and what has it done for you? Okay, so um, I think wh- when I started doing proper Bible study, um, one thing that really stood out to me from going from Genesis, even now that we're doing the Genesis series in church, mm-hmm. it helped me to round up everything together properly. Mm-hmm. And that was really important for me mm-hmm. to see the nature of God all the way from the beginning as a faithful God. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, the Bible says in Timothy, where it says, even whilst we are, we are not faithful, or mm-hmm. while we're unfaithful, you God faithful. is faithful. Yeah. So to see how God made this promise mm-hmm. in the beginning mm-hmm. and how throughout scriptures, we see all the examples of shadows and ties, but God fulfilling that promise, mm-hmm. one, he helps me to re, um, um, re-emphasize my own faith, to mm-hmm. help me hold fast to this faith, mm-hmm. to know that if God made that promise and was able to fulfill it, mm-hmm. then all the promises God has made about my life, mm-hmm. then I know I can be rest assured that he will fulfill that. Mm-hmm. So that was one really important thing for me. Mm-hmm. Then there are also other verses that going through them before with a vague understanding, but then probably going through scriptures. A very, very simple example, you know, talking about how to study the Bible, one example was using the concordance. Mm-hmm. And that really changed a lot for me, how to check some words and what they meant in the original Greek or Hebrew translation. Like I remember talking to a friend one time and we were going through the book of John and we got to John chapter three, where it says, except a man be born again, yeah by water and spirit you can't see the kingdom and so for the most part we felt like water baptism was the be it all and if you're not water if you didn't do water baptism you could not make it Mm -hmm. but then knowing understanding the word and there means sky in Mm -hmm. greek and it says that is so Mm -hmm. putting that now back into the 
the equation or putting it into the verse, it says, except a man be born again by water, which is or that is the spirit, mm -hmm. then he, he cannot see the kingdom. And now it makes a whole lot more mm -hmm. sense. <clears throat> the whole thing becomes more i mean even when you talk about that but i mean that part is in john chapter 3 and you, if you if you read it like i mentioned about not reading the bible with verses first you start from the beginning and get the whole message of the, of the chapter now if you when you mentioned john, john chapter 3 talking about uh, being born again in the spirit if you have your bible turn your bible well, i mean i told you whenever you want to listen to this podcast i mean you listening on the podcast right not not those that are here they have their bibles right but you listen on the now he's talking about john chapter 3 talking i think in verse um Five. Now he says, Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he's born of water and the spirit. Now, I mean, if we actually even want to follow the law, the rules of interpretation of this part, let's not just take this verse alone, because a lot of people think I mean, this verse actually means you've got to be born of the water that is baptized of the water and of the spirit. So one of the prerequisites for salvation is being baptized of the water, which is wrong, because if I read the following verses, it says flesh gives birth to flesh and spirit gives birth to spirit you should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again the wind blows wherever it pleases you hear its sound but you cannot tell it tell where it comes from or where it's going this is a new international version niv so it is with everyone born of the spirit now if you read this the focus here is spirit the only time he mentions water is in verse five yeah. so if you see the repetition here, it has more to do with the spirit. So the focus of this chapter was not actually on water, it was on spirit. But also, like you said, using the coconuts and understanding that, and there is Kai, so it's also talking about whosoever is born of water, that is the spirit. So the spirit has always been synonymous with water. And then if you also go through Old Testament and how spirit has always been mentioned, you find the... Um, the, the, the similarity between spirit and water or water used in the place of spirit. Now, this is what we need to understand in Bible study. So I'm going to give you a pause you there. Emmanuel, I mean, in your journey, I know you've had a lot of background in Christianity in your journey. I mean, just share with us, what has proper Bible study personally done to you? How has it helped you? Well, um, like you mentioned, I come from a background where we're not allowed to interpret the Bible in our own terms. Mm. And um, coming to a place where you are allowed for your, I mean, for your mind to, to, to be a, a, a groundwork where God can lead you through scriptures to understand mm. things, it really has been really amazing for me. For instance, um, you know, when I came to Christ, um, at the beginning, I wasn't really given... A proper uh, outline on how to go about reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. Coming here, I remember we started with um, the Book of Romans mm -hmm. and telling us about the whole uh, issue about salvation, telling mm -hmm. us about how everybody had fallen short of God's mercy and mm -hmm. glory. Mm -hmm. And then for me, it set a pace. And from there, we moved on to the, the Book of Corinthians. We went on and on. Mm -hmm. and, and even reading. Because I thought that the New Testament, as we used to call it, per mm -hmm. se, um, was only relevant, was the main relevance. But mm -hmm. now, with the, t with the understanding given us so far, mm -hmm. um, understanding that the Bible is a book as a whole. Mm -hmm. With yeah. every um, part, mm -hmm. um, how can I put it, uh, is the word to inter it's interconnected, yeah, one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like, okay, Jesus is more spoken about in mm -hmm. the New Testament and the Old, but he was spoken about all through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah. we see that 
in the in the in the, the in the gospels mm -hmm. in the letters mm -hmm. you can see that it's the place whereby jesus is being revealed mm -hmm. but the old in the when you go back to the the tanakh mm -hmm. when you go which is the old i mean yeah. the old yeah, stuff, yeah. when you go back there you see that um it's very as much as the new testament as we call it, is relevant to mm -hmm. us so is the old testament old because testament, as we go we begin to understand things because remember even when Paul was talking to Timothy to study, to mm -hmm. make himself yeah. a proof. He was talking about those scriptures then, because mm -hmm. then we didn't have the letters yeah, yeah. and all this. Yeah. So now when I read the Bible, for mm -hmm. example, because uh, I think right now we are recapping on John and we also mm -hmm. on the series with Genesis Just, yeah. and we left Gal uh, Galatians. Yeah. Um, so now when we, read, we, we have press references to, to back up our understanding, yeah. to see that God has been consistent through it yeah. all. So yeah. it... it it sets not only for me, because you know there are many ways people come forward and 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 say that uh, God is not uh, consistent. Mm -hmm. This, um, how can He talk about being forever saved and then you know and in some parts it seems like He's almost you know, um, it's almost He's uh, what's the word? He's changing his mind. Yeah, He's changing His mind, yeah, but yeah. it's not that's not His character. Yeah. So when I've been reading the scriptures now and because um, I'm following the pace whereby. Uh, now that I've understood, because my understanding of salvation mm -hmm. has been somehow established, mm -hmm. and now when going back to Genesis, I, I, I see God's, you know, God's behavior inconsistency, yeah. and I am how I'm even motivated even to to go to read um, this because, for example, you mentioned about uh, when we when we read about the genealogies mm -hmm. yeah. of mm -hmm. Christ, mm -hmm. I didn't understand what was the purpose of all this, mm -hmm. but. You mentioned before like when some parts are not relevant to a story we don't really mention it mm -hmm. but when you look at the genealogies it traces back to the person of Christ it, mm -hmm. it brings us to Noah mm -hmm. you know it brings because we, we even ask about where the people of um, not where did they come from you yeah. know like so well, like, is it that God is a different account of creation mm -hmm. and said no they you know they uh, they came from uh, oh, the name just keeps keeps uh, coming out of my, my head yet yeah, from Cain but yeah. um, it's because they were not part of the main storyline this is what they were not mentioned at mm -hmm. some point but when we go back we, we see that there were some people mm -hmm. and when Cain was he was exiled you know from mm -hmm. from from the midst of uh, Seth mm -hmm. yeah so that's a little bit how far I mean it has been um, it has been so far like before I used to just wake up in the morning just take some Bible verse, open it, just read anyhow. But mm -hmm. now I have like a set plan on how I study mm -hmm. and following the guidelines that mm -hmm. I've received so far. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I mean, the journey has so far been great. Before was about my assurance of salvation. Yeah. Now it's more of seeing God's character and consistency. Yeah. And uh, from there I'm moving on somehow. Ah, praise God. I mean, yeah. it's. I remember mentioning something about how. Many people have different ideal ideologies about God, and then you find a lot of atheists, even unbelievers, and even believers say things like, um, um, "God is not consistent. He changed here. He 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 was asking people to be killed here, and then all of a sudden in the New Testament, he's forgiven." And mm -hmm. it almost almost looks like a God who has mood swings, who's have who's having temperamental I mean changes, but yeah. we see that. If we actually want to understand God, in the book of Hebrews says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He never changed, and He will never change. 
But for us to understand this, we need to properly, I mean, study the Bible. And that's why, I mean, for those of you listening, you heard about her talking about the people of Nod and all that. These are questions or series that will be coming up in our next um, podcast. I'll be talking about the pre with their pre-Adamic creations, who are the people of Nod, where did they come from. When I do a podcast and that, so just hold on and watch up with that. So yeah, Ozie, I mean, a lot of people say things like, um, when you read the Bible too much, you're only theoretical. I mean, I grew up, uh, not because I got saved, I was a Muslim when I got saved, I, I got born again in 2009, but in many people, when they talk about Christianity, uh, I mean, theolog theologians or people who actually study the Bible, they say, oh, these people just pay too much attention to the Bible. They're not spiritual. So I want to ask you, Jose, what do you think? I mean, does reading too much of the Bible or paying attention to the Bible, does it make us more of logical believers and not spiritual believers? Um, that's, that's actually a very, very funny submission. When I hear people actually say that you become more theor um, theoretical mm -hmm. and not spiritual. Let's use um, someone like Apostle Paul, for example. Mm -hmm. Paul was really, really studious. Mm -hmm. Like we see, even Timothy, but let's use Paul because mm -hmm. we see most, this is somebody who wrote two thirds of the New mm -hmm. Testament. Yeah. We even have um, the account in the book of Acts where he says they took apron from his um, his body to mm -hmm. heal people, although mm -hmm. we were not capitalizing on that. Mm -hmm. He was having a teaching um, session and then somebody fell off. Mm -hmm. And then he wrote this person and continued teaching. Mm -hmm. So these were people who worked in. And the miraculous. Mm -hmm. they, they, it was not just theoretical, mm -hmm. but these people were really studious. They mm -hmm. went through scriptures. They studied through scriptures. Mm -hmm. I remember going through the book of Acts and um, the first sermon in Acts chapter two mm -hmm. from Peter, yeah, yeah. the apostle. Mm -hmm. When we see through all of that, that the breakdown of that had to be from somebody who Who's had studied. Yeah. Now, yeah. even going through the life of Peter, this is somebody who had the miraculous happen in his life too. Yeah, yeah. So all the apostles, we see them as people who worked in the miraculous, mm -hmm. but then they were studious people. Mm -hmm. So was somebody like Stephen mm -hmm. in um, Acts chapter 7. I mean, the important thing about Stephen is Stephen was just a deacon. He was just a deacon. He was somebody who waited on tables. He wasn't, he wasn't the typical pastor or the yeah. bishop or anything. He was somebody who waited on tables. Yeah. But interestingly, we still see the defense he gave for the gospel yeah. in the synagogue. Yeah. Because these men were not just, they understood the power in studying scriptures. Mm -hmm. This is really, really important. Yeah. So when I hear people say, oh, you're just studying the Bible, it's just filled with head knowledge. It's not true. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. is really not true. Yeah. Now, Paul said something in Romans chapter 1. He says, um, I am not ashamed of this gospel yeah. for it is the power of God unto salvation yeah. but then how do you know of this gospel if you did not properly study to understand the message of the gospel mm -hmm. because in the power is in studying that you are able to understand and hold fast this gospel yeah. because for me personally I would say it is going over scriptures that I am able to even believe more what I have received. Yeah. Now, it is from that study that somebody like Paul will make statements like, I am fully persuaded mm -hmm. of what I preach, or he will say things like, I know who has called me mm -hmm. or enlisted me. Yeah. It is because of that same study, or like what he said in Galatians chapter 2, where he said, The life I live is not mine, mm -hmm. but I live by the faith of God mm -hmm. or Christ, yeah. through Christ. Sorry. Yeah. So we understand that these men were just not 
just they weren't just people mm. who just read it and had nothing. I mean, look at the lives of all of them. It had to take full persuasion, even up until their death, mm -hmm. to believe this message. And it didn't just come from them. It, it was it, it's not head knowledge mm -hmm. to have the gospel, mm -hmm. and you have to study it for it to be real to you, yeah. to have that full persuasion. Yeah. Because, you see, um, the point is, to have a full conviction and revelation of God, it's largely dependent on how much of the Bible that we study. It's not just about the spiritual experience, you know, I met God in my room. The apostles were not like this. The early Christians were not like this. I even mentioned about the Berean people who, yeah. who had to go through scriptures to confirm before they were saved. I mean, it's the more of the Bible we come to learn of, or the more of God we come to see, or Christ we come to see in the Bible, produces a spiritual awareness inside yeah. of us. Yeah. We come to see the consistency, the power of God, the beauty of God. I mean, um, Emmanuel, you mentioned something about, you know, coming from a background that doesn't allow you to, you know, interpret the Bible or maybe study the Bible for yourself. And I know it's something that's actually common in Africa. Where, I mean, it's, it's not religious, I mean, it's not, uh, I mean, denominational, limited. You find a lot of people depend more on sermons yeah. than actually knowing the Bible for themselves. I mean, what do you think this produces in them? I mean, what would you have to say in this aspect? Well, I, I think the obvious is um, you can see in, in Africa, mm -hmm. and even not just Africa, other parts of the world, mm -hmm. Um, the aspect of gullibility mm -hmm. and people not that there is no respect for those who carry the word to teach mm -hmm. no but mm -hmm. it's that you should be able to test mm -hmm. even the Bible tells us about it yeah and yeah. even uh, Paul again just like I mentioned told Timothy to study mm -hmm. to make himself approved mm -hmm. so there is the importance because you have to defend the gospel mm -hmm. you have to be able that when you listen to something from somebody mm -hmm. you should be able to confirm this and mm -hmm. when you see from scriptures mm -hmm. because it's as much as as a church we are meant to be interdependent in the mm -hmm. spirit we mm -hmm. also have to uh, carry an independent relationship with christ and mm -hmm. that's very fundamental with our study mm -hmm. in the word mm -hmm. because for example as you you asked you previously asked um uh, our brother ozi here mm -hmm. um that can are those who studying those who study the bible are they too is it is it uh, it doesn't make them too theoretical mm -hmm. well that's absolute nonsense if you mm. look at it <laughs> because <laughs> yeah because um, um if you even i think it's in galatians sorry right when we're talking about the full armor mm -hmm. how do you um how do you how do the christians uh, how do they fight mm -hmm. this we see the word mm -hmm. is this word mm -hmm. so in many ways um you might even have a spiritual experience, but how do you discern things? Mm -hmm. You need to go back to the word to mm -hmm. establish what you have experienced. Mm -hmm. You didn't see mm -hmm. Christ when he rebuked the devil in his temptations. This mm -hmm. was from the word. Yeah. So many things, like, there is not for nothing that we have the accumulations of book that we have right now. Yeah, yeah. It is to be able to establish our faith. Mm -hmm. We might go on experience miracles and stuff. Yes, God it can act in many ways, mm -hmm. but put two Christians here. Put the one, put both of them right because god is a miraculous god mm. he said that we will do many things mm. things beyond what he has done yeah but the one who is more knowledgeable definitely has a greater sense of discernment yeah in many things he will go this and he will be able to to be because i i i, I think uh, and i believe that you might you might um perceive something mm -hmm. but you wouldn't be able to pinpoint it 
if you don't have a grounded knowledge of the Bible. Of the Bible. And, 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 and again, there's the aspect of defending the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. How do you defend the gospel in the face of people who, who are very studious? Because as much as the Bible is spiritual, it's also historical. Yeah. Because it is true. This is yeah. not abstract fact. Yeah. This is sorry. This is not abstract words. This yeah. is a fact. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. And we have many histori uh, historical people, mm -hmm. archaeologists. Mm, yeah, discoveries, yeah. Yeah, discoveries that yeah. attest to the existence of Christ and mm. even though we, we know that a lie was spread about his mm. resurrection but mm. we know he resurrected mm. yeah. and so studying the Bible still going back to the old to, because even when Paul uh, when Paul was he was talking to the scribes the scripts, yeah, uh, he had to go to the Old Testament yeah. Yeah, yeah. to unveil the man Christ yeah, yeah. to prove that this person was spoken about yeah. and as we know as you have mentioned before in this study, um, this is a story about salvation. Yeah. And if it is a story about salvation, in, in many ways, when we keep the, the word in context, mm -hmm. we should be able to somehow see yeah. a point where that leads us to this same streamline. You yeah. know, yeah. when we look at Esther, when we look even in the book of Judges, and somehow it's, yeah. he was leading his people, you know, mm -hmm. towards a point whereby. Mm -hmm. They will, uh, I mean, when uh, God will establish a nation for himself and through which we'll see David, you see mm. the lineage, you see the prophet speaking about, even when we thought God was saying, he still, he yeah. still spoke in various, yeah. sorry, yeah. he spoke in various ways. Yeah. So, um, um, in, in, in that sense, really, it's important for us to have a, a background knowledge in which when we have our time with God, mm -hmm. we should be able to, 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 to defend not only the gospel, but also to, to because spirit, the spiritual battle is very much on the basis of what you know. Because yeah. the devil comes and tempts you mm -hmm. with by testing your knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And you have to know. You have to know. And of course, knowledge without faith is pointless. Okay. Just like people who are not saved cannot read this Bible and have the same understanding that yeah. those who have the spirit. We have the spirit, but we need to be fully equipped as yeah. Christians. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense because, I mean... There's something that's consistent that I see through the Bible is the fact that even Jesus himself stayed true to the scriptures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's always responding, is it not written? Yeah. It's written, this is what I did, this is this, yeah. this is what the Bible says. And then at the end in Luke 24, I said he says, beginning at Moses, he explained to them. So Jesus stayed true to the Bible. In the book of Acts, we see that the apostles did the same thing. As Peter staying true to the Bible, Stephen giving a full-blown exegesis from the beginning up until when Jesus was crucified. And then we also see uh, Paul doing the same thing, explaining the Bible from the Old Testament. So these men did not operate outside of study. They were staying true to study. Something you said here really, really is important for me. You said our experiences don't validate, but the scripture validates Oh, he made a point to that. The scriptures validate our experiences. You know, for, for so long, you find people saying things like, I don't care how much of the Bible as long as I'm having experiences. And one thing that I like to pick up from what Emanuela says is talking about the discernment. Because many people have experiences that are not from God. But because they have no discernment, they have nothing to help them tell what is right from wrong. And they just flow, flow with it, and then they become a mess, and they blame God. Sure. But when we have a fundamental or background knowledge of the Bible, 
a good hold of Bible study, which is we are able to tell what is right from what is wrong. We are actually able to test every spirit via scriptures. God has put everything we need inside this book for life and godliness. It's in here. It's explained in the whole Bible. We just got to study and see and discern. Yeah. And that's the problem we have today. So people, people exalt experiences more than the Bible. Hmm. But that's wrong. And then you also find people saying things like, um, we are in a new age. Revelation is coming out more. God is revealing new things. So the Bible is becoming outdated. We got new revelation. But the problem is, there is no other revelation that could ever come out yeah. except that which is yeah. Christ Jesus. Yeah. And there's no addition anymore yeah. to the Bible because all that God had been speaking of from the Old Testament, like I mentioned in the last podcast, it's like a movie. We have seen the end of the movie. We are part of the end of the movie. Because we believed in Christ. Now, we've seen the end. So there's no new addition anymore. There's no to be continued. The only to be continued we're waiting for is the judgment day. But we've seen the end of the movie. So there is nothing new to be added. There's no new revelation. You get my point. So this is why it's really important for people to see the Bible as something we need to take seriously. Yeah. Yeah, Uzi, you want to say something? Um, I like what Emanuela was talking about. I like what Emanuela was saying when she was talking about defense for the gospel. Mm. I remember um, one time when we were going through the book of Acts and we spoke about Paul mm. from Acts 17. Mm. I think even when he went to Berea, although you have already mentioned it, but there was something key and fundamental for me where he said he spoke both in the synagogue mm-hmm. and in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And then we, we went in further to talk about what was happening in the synagogue and mm-hmm. then we spoke about the people of Beria mm-hmm. and how they were a very noble people and mm-hmm. not noble in in idea of ranks mm-hmm. but these were people who were very studious mm-hmm. these were people who were not easily you know if they were our modern day people they would be the scientists and the astrologers mm-hmm. the people who really will study mm-hmm. and Paul had to defend the gospel to these people mm-hmm. and these people, he said, they will still go back mm-hmm. to cross-check to see if what he said was true. Mm-hmm. They were not believers. So, obviously, you have to meet people mm-hmm. who do not believe what you believe. Mm-hmm. But then, they are very studious. Mm-hmm. But then, they will have questions. Mm-hmm. And if you, if somebody like Paul could not answer their questions and from he, a logical point of view... And he said, God is mysterious. <laughs> he works in mysterious ways. There's no answer. <laughs> we can ask the Holy Spirit. And nobody, and I think, for me... Why um one thing I like about the Bible and one thing that made gives me so much comfort and joy mm. about my whole journey as a believer mm. is the fact that God meets people wherever they are. Yeah. So when you find somebody who wants to be logical and wants to hold on to logic, mm-hmm. you bring logic from scripture mm-hmm. because everything written in the Bible has the dead facts. Yeah. It is not head knowledge like everything when we go through them, we see that they have proofs, and this is why people like Paul mm-hmm. will, will be able to defend the gospel yeah. in front of said people. Yeah. Because these were not Jews. These were not people who knew the Jewish laws. Mm-hmm. These were people who were outside. As a matter of fact, when he was standing, I think, before Festus Agrippa, he said something like, yeah. too much reading has made you mad. That's what the, that was what the man said. He said, Paul, 
I think too much is getting you crazy. It looks like you're looking as if your knowledge is well. It was because Paul was presenting a convincing gospel argument. The man said, you are almost converting me. Because what you're saying is making a whole lot of sense. And we, we find Christians running away from this Bible study. People will show up to miracle service. People will show up to worship service, I mean singing songs. People will show up to, you know, drama and all that stuff and all the Christmas songs. And the, But when you say it's time for Bible study, almost half of the church is empty. <laughs> I used to be one of them. <laughs> because Bible study sounds boring. And tedious. And tedious. I don't care what happens if David gave birth to Jesse or Goliath gave birth to Samuel or whatever. <laughs> I don't care about all that. I just want to know God, meet my, God meets my need and <clears throat> this kills our growth as believers. We become believers who are more dependent on material aspect of life, dependent on sermons. I felt good about church. I mean, there's nothing wrong with all these few good sermons. There's nothing wrong with them, but the problem is it's void of the gospel yeah. and it's void of truth. Yeah. And the only thing that brings us a connection with truth is the Bible. Mm-hmm. And when you say things like, I've got the Holy Spirit, I don't need to mm-hmm. learn anything anymore. You know, somebody used this thing very wrongly. There's a part in the Bible where in the book of First or Second John where it says, mm-hmm. the Spirit will teach you. You don't need yeah, anybody to teach you anything. Yeah, yeah, but John, it's taking it out of context. He was talking about being able to discern mm-hmm. so the holy spirit will teach you mm-hmm. all things mm-hmm. do you understand he will help you to discern but remember jesus says he will bring you into remember of everything remembrance of everything that i've told you before yeah. he will not speak of himself mm-hmm. but he will speak of me and most of this understanding comes from the bible so we cannot take, I've got the Holy Spirit, I don't need the Bible. No, the Holy Spirit actually gives you more understanding of the Bible. Yeah. So rather than, you know, having a, a spiritual, you know, I just, Bible takes me away from being too spiritual. No, I think Bible makes you even more yeah, yeah, aware of your spiritual yeah, very much. nature. Yeah. Very much. You, you you become, you see yourself, I mean, it's like a mirror. Like how G, Paul says, be holding in a glass. And we are changed into his image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I read the Bible. There are areas in my life that I need to be changed. Mm-hmm. But when I approach the Bible with objectivity and truth, I go there and I say, okay, this is what this Bible says. And then it helps to sharpen my conscience and my spirit. So when I'm praying or when I'm desiring things, based on the things that I've read, based on the understanding, as a matter of fact, okay, let's give an example. It's like, Using the you know when we use the Bible for you know material things you yeah. know prosperity and things like that, and we oftentimes use the wrong scriptures. Always, always, always. we use you know. Uh, I, let me give one. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I was about to talk about that. I was literally going to talk about that because that's that's the common one. Yeah, yeah. Let uh, me say something. Let me, let me right. just open it. So when I think of, I think for me that that particular verse. Reading, reading that in context from Philippians, yeah. Mm-hmm. Reading all of that, starting from no need, not even starting from the first verse, but you know, like we said, the Bible wasn't written 
in verses, but we, they are written in mm-hmm. paragraphs. Paragraphs, yeah. So even starting from the tenth verse mm-hmm. of that chapter, mm-hmm. chapter four, we see what Paul was saying. Mm-hmm. He was talking about he has learned how to abase himself or yeah. be content, whether he has had mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. or in small. Mm-hmm. That true God who strengthens him, he's able to stay in every situation and live by time in every time. Let me even let me read that part. Philippians two ten. It says, "I rejoice greatly in the Lord." That as that last you have renewed your concern for me, indeed you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content, mm-hmm. whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. Mm-hmm. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, yeah. whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. What's he talking about here? He's not talking about you jumping from the sky and then believing that you can fly. He's not, he's not talking about you doing crazy things in the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I don't know what you I don't, I don't know, know what you, you do. see that picture of... Um, it, it was it's the main picture of this guy who is on the, standing on the building. Mm-hmm. And this other guy is like, what are you doing? And the guy is like... I can do all things. And he jumps out the building and the guy that replies, apparently not read scriptures properly. <laughs> no, 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 of course. Because I see here that G, uh, Paul is talking about him being able to stay hungry and stay well fed. Mm-hmm. He was basically saying, in needy situations, I'm good. Mm-hmm. In plentiful situations, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I've learned to be content with any of the situations. Mm. I can do all things. What's he talking about here? I can do all things in the sense of I can be hungry and still survive. Mm-hmm. I can have plentiful and survive. And God is going to keep me through all of that. Not talking about how you can jump from the sky. I mean, if you're thinking about making your car fly <laughs> <laughs> through Christ who strengthens you, I, wish you, I wish you all the best. <laughs> No, the Lord is not going to strengthen you now. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't just wake up in the morning and just speak a verse mm-hmm. and say yeah. that this is my meditation. <laughs> no. So proper Bible study will make you understand that you have to take the context, the pretext, the postext, mm-hmm. and then in that light you get proper understanding. In many instances, too, you have to do a background check. Mm-hmm. For instance, you know the women in Corinth mm-hmm. and how, you know, um, the position of authority was being restrained somehow. But mm-hmm. we, you know, we also, we got a, a proper shed mm-hmm. on that light in the sense that we know that those women were misbehaving somehow. Mm-hmm. And not that it's not applicable to today in the sense that, of course, many things that are written are still applicable in the sense that um, if in within within the assembly we need not only order but mm. if something of that likeness Happens. still comes back so you have some remedies to some situations some you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. but you cannot just isolate that verse and say okay it's like this that saying, yeah. or for example seeing the head coverings and stuff but you see about it's about adornment it talks mm-hmm. about what the beauty of the woman is mm-hmm. coming from mm-hmm. and you also go back to the background of the church of Corinth, mm-hmm. which had a lot of uh spiritual uh, uh manifestation mm-hmm. you know? but still they were not uh, they were not strong in the in the knowledge of the word. Okay. We can see that was a problem, and mm-hmm. Paul addressed that too. Yeah. So, um, in that light, you you, it's very important that we we take uh, Bible study very yeah. seriously. I mean, imagine if the apostles were doing memory verse meditation. We'll be in trouble. We'll be in trouble. Really. I mean, if the apostles were doing things like I'm just speaking one part in the Old Testament, and then I'm, 
But they, I, uh, well, well, they wouldn't even have memory verse meditation because the Bible yeah, was, not read, was not written yeah. in memory in verses. Mm-hmm. The Bible was written in chapters, so they had to read. You know, it was like this book of the law shall not depart out of their mouth, out of their side. That shall meditate therein day and night. So it was something they did all the time, reading the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what's important for us. So I mean, I mean, today's podcast was basically to show us the relevance of Bible study to our spiritual growth. If there's anything Bible study has done to me, it has put me more in touch with God yeah. than what experiences were. Because experiences have, you know, people have failed in the gospel. Mm-hmm. I mean, today we find some leaders say they're walking out of the faith. Imagine if my faith was based on their experiences, then I'll walk out of the faith also. Yeah, like, there's yeah. something I remember, I think you're the one that told us the story. Mm-hmm. For me, Bible study is like uh, a king who is mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, he's... He's from a rural lineage, and mm-hmm. then he is in a village, mm-hmm. villagers, and mm-hmm. uh, he's raised there, mm-hmm. right? He's a king, mm-hmm. so but because he grew up among villagers, so he he's gonna like act like a villager, people, yeah. and it's gonna be easy for people to undermine because he doesn't know who he, he doesn't know who he is. He's gonna act like a villager all through. Mm-hmm. So unless he is raised in the stance in which he, of I mean, in the proper manner of his person yeah. he will never exercise the authority he will yeah. never enjoy the benefits yeah. of being a king so this yeah. is how the same thing with christians yeah. if you don't do proper, proper bible study you'll be tested on your level of knowledge and no yeah. matter how much faith you have all right you, you, you you've got faith okay good but faith on what what on what grounds what can you okay apart from the fact that you're saved good but you were not just saved to be like that yeah. you're supposed to exercise and work in the authority and not just authority but in the fullness mm-hmm. of what christ has done for yeah, you so yeah. that's for me uh, actually i like i like what you just said bible bible study makes us see who we truly are okay yeah. we, we we come to see this is who i am in the midst of this world the bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge yeah. twice he said it my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. And today, the devil is not testing your experiences. You could have miracles. He's testing your knowledge. And the only way you can resist the devil and he will flee from you is via your knowledge of God in Christ Jesus through the Bible. Yeah, Jose, you want to say anything closing? Yeah, you want to say anything? I mean, as we close. Alright, cool. I mean, thank you for coming on the podcast and for you who are listening, I mean, I just made this happen so that you can see or understand the essence of having proper Bible study. I hope that from today, you are reading your Bible and you're reading with the approach that I gave in the first, second and third episode. So if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, please go listen to part one, part two, part three of how to study your Bible. The Bible is not boring. The Bible is one of the most interesting things that I've read and I'm more in touch with my spiritual reality today because of the Bible. So I'm hoping that you're going to do the same thing and we're going to continue this journey. So in the next series of podcasts, I'll be answering some vital questions. So please stay tuned, share with your friends, subscribe, hit the follow button, download the teachings, listen to them over and over and over again. Until the next podcast, I'll see you again. Take care of yourself. Bye. 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 Bye.